Welcome to another episode of Demystifying Gay Porn. I am your host, I.K. Grande, and if you've watched porn in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped you get off. Uh, so if you've been following my Twitter uh, page, I've been posting a whole bunch of top 10 lists of scenes that I've done for uh, Dark Alley Rafael Club. The reason I'm doing so is because I think it's about time to... Um, Put it to an end. Put it to rest. However, you know there's um, something to be said about the, um, the my favorite scenes. So I did um, a top ten interracial uh, scenes that I've shot. Uh, I did a list of uh, top ten three ways that I've shot, and then uh, just this past week I did a list of um, top ten gangbangs that I shot. And that was that was really popular. Uh, I feel like everybody. Everybody really does love um, gangbangs. Uh, the last list I want to do is the top 10 scenes or my uh, favorite top 10 scenes that I've directed ever uh, with my time at Dark Alley and Rafa Club. I've looked at all of the stuff. Uh, I would have loved to have one top 10, but it was 12 years. It was a lot of time. There was a lot of scenes. And I didn't really realize how much of it there was. So I'd like to go ahead and read them off. And if you are very interested in watching the scenes that I'm describing, they will be on Twitter, or at least the trailers will. And if you want to watch them, go on Rafa Club or Dark Alley's page and um, and give them a look. This list, like I said, is um, uh, top 10 scenes that I love, that I think are the best uh, with my time at Dark Alley and Rafa Club. You know, the reason why I made these lists, as I mentioned before, is uh, after all these years, you know, I spent 12 years uh, at the same company and I was just pumping out scenes and uh, I wasn't able to take a minute and like see how people were responding to them. And then finally, when uh, when everything happened with Dark Alley and Rafa Club, I just, I, I spent a lot of time on Twitter and I noticed how many people were were sharing and and just enjoying all this stuff and i was like wow that's that's kind of really cool and then my my porn persona um ik grande uh was never supposed to be a main draw which is why i was always behind the scenes i always wanted to like uh make it about uh, the porn that we were shooting um and not to be the main draw but what are you going to do? And and it's not to say like I was hiding or anything. I just think that um, directors and producers are secondary to the message or, or what you're trying to put out there, which is porn. <laughs> Without further ado, before I start uh, my list of top 10 scenes, uh, the top 10 greatest IK Grande scenes on Rafael Club and Dark Alley. Um, if you like this podcast, please sign up uh, or click the subscribe on Spotify, Apple, um, Buzzsprout, which is our host uh youtube click the subscribe button on either uh either of those or all of those and um that way we can continue doing what we're doing uh, number 10 is owen hawk and mason weiler and the reason why i chose this scene i, I worked with owen hawk a lot um needless to say and I, I shot a lot of his scenes and the reason why this one i think was was great was because we were trying to work with Mason Weiler for a long time. He was he was kind of a big deal, um, and he was going to do a crossover into uh, bareback porn, which at, in two thousand nine was a, a taboo. Still, it was before you know Treasure Island was already doing it. 
for 10 years. We had just started doing it in 2008. So we were like a year in and all the other studios were still, you know, anti bareback and how dare you and all this and blah, blah, blah. And now they're all making money off of it. So, so the reason why Mason Waller was, uh, was this scene in particular is we were trying to work with him. We had a European production that we were trying to do with him and, um, it kind of all fell apart. Uh, and then he came out, uh, as, uh, HIV positive and he was on meds and did a scene with us and, it was kind of kind of pretty cool. It was a really cool production. We shot it in New York City in our studio. And um, I think that with the backstory, but also what you see on camera, it's it's really real. It's it's raw. Like these people really didn't want to work together. And I think it's captured pretty well on on screen. Before we move on to number nine, I just wanted to give you a background story about my porn name. They always ask how you come up with a porn name. My porn name, if I had gone the traditional route, would have been Akira Jackson or Wolf Jackson, actually, uh, if it was my first pet name and um, uh, the street I grew up on. However, I I really needed to look for a name when I started working there uh, so I can be credited as something. And my Brazilian friend decided on uh, which means suck my dick in, um, in Portuguese. Um, but I don't know. I wasn't really like set on it. And then I went out with a friend and his friend to G Lounge in the city back when it was called G Lounge. And I was telling him, oh, I got this new job. It's really, really cool. It's in the porn industry, but I need a porn name. And he's like, well, how about IK Grande? And I was like, huh. I like that because I'm, I am Latino uh, and I thought that it would be really, really cool to play on words. If you don't know what it means, it's, oh, that's big, basically. It's not IQ Grande, uh, Hans Berlin. It's, uh, oh, how big or, oh, that's big. Number nine, my, uh, one of my favorite scenes is uh, Jake Morgan and Nico Wilder. And that was uh, 2000, 2018 uh, and it was shot in Washington, D.C. for a film I did called Deep State. Uh, it's one of my favorite shoots. Um, it's Jake Morgan's first. I found him on Redman. saw him. I was like, you would be amazing in porn. And uh, he said he was thinking about it and kind of edged him on. And there we go. We had a really, really good scene. It sticks out a lot because uh, Deep State was one of these Deep States was one of these movies or one of these uh, porn films that was supposed to be so much bigger than it was. And I shot this and this was the first scene. And uh, we went out that night and I ended up getting food poisoning. So the rest of the shoots and all the B-roll and stuff, I just didn't have it in me to do it. Uh, and it sucked because I, I really, really wanted it to be much more uh, less in post and much more production and, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff that was going on uh, in politics at the time. But um, but yeah, we, we got some good scenes out of it. And this is uh, one of my favorite ones. Before we go into number eight, uh, another question that I wanted to answer that I was asked a couple of times was uh, how long I had worked for Dark Alley and Rafa Club and what did I do? Well, I was with Dark Alley and Rafa Club for about 12 years, started out as an editor. Uh, then I became a shooter, then a production coordinator, and then finally a producer. Um, and then a lot of times you just do a little bit of everything, um, depending on the size of a company and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, so there you go. Uh, 12 years ago and, uh, started out as an editor, went to production, production coordinating, shooting, and then eventually producer. 
the number eight scene on my list that I love that I think is like fucking porn magic is uh, Champ Robinson and Brian Bonds. We shot that in uh, Las Vegas in 2017. It was right around the time that we were shooting uh, Trump and Dump. So yeah, so we shot this scene in about 25 minutes. And the scene was edited down to like 20 minutes. Every Almost every single aspect of it was usable. And it was just, it was great. It was great. You can absolutely tell that the guys are having fun. They were into it. I asked them if they needed a break. They just kept going. Another question that I was asked before uh, was, how did I get a job in the industry? And the answer to that is um, a Craigslist ad. That's basically it. It just came down to a Craigslist ad. I, I answered it and went in for an interview and... There you go. Here we are 12 years later. So you never know. Uh, so my number seven scene on the top 10 list of uh, greatest scenes that I've ever shot for Dark Alley and Rafa Club are uh, Esteban Orive and Dolph Dietrich. By far one of my favorite scenes because of the fact that the bottom who was originally slated to shoot with Esteban, who like picked him out or they picked each other out. They were very, very into it. Uh, ended up dropping out at the last minute. So I asked Dolph, uh, Dietrich, he was in the city at the time, and I asked him, would you like to do this scene? And he was very, very up for it, very into it. And um, it ended up being a very good scene. So uh, definitely catch that scene. Another question I had asked was, what was the worst shoot I had ever been on? And the answer to that is probably L.A. Zombie. Um, I have great memories from that project. However, the actual shooting was a nightmare. It was a, it was a lot of craziness. Um, I don't know. It was just it was shot out in California. It's not the same. Like every almost everything was done in New York, and then we got out to California, and just everything fell apart. It was very very weird. So I I don't know. I I have like I said very fond memories of the people that I met on set there. But I just did not have a good time on the shoot. Uh, number 16 on my list is Sean Duran and Dylan Anderson. That scene was shot for a movie called Fucking Crazy uh, in 2016 in the studio in Fort Lauderdale. And um, it was the first time I was working with both models. Um, it was inspired, believe it or not, by uh, Terminator 2. Uh, and we shot it in a closet. Uh, I, they were showing me around the studio and they were showing me what I can do and what the limits were and all that fun stuff. And they showed me this one room and I was like, I need to shoot a scene here. And they're like, well, there, yeah, why not? So, um, from then on, we just decided, um, I went to this uh, prop store and I got a, uh, straight jacket and I rented it. And I, th I think it was like $300 for the day. And, um, it was, it was pretty cool. It was probably the most expensive thing that we ever rented for a shoot. Uh, but it ended up looking really good. So check that out. Next question that I was asked, uh, best shoot that I've ever been on. The answer to that is I don't know how to answer that yet, to be honest. Um, who knows? Maybe it'll come up at one point. The number five scene on my list, Rafael Carreras and Jesse Santana. Uh, it was shot in New York City. Uh, Rafael Carreras was, I think I've mentioned it before, one of the first porn models that I ever saw in a porn film and that I ever had a crush on uh, or that I ever jerked off to, let's be honest here. So um, I saw him in this, in this film and I forgot it was for like a studio out of like Spain. And I, I love it so much. I can't even remember. It was something bound Barcelona bound. That's what it was called. And uh, Rafael Carreras was absolutely gorgeous in it. And 
one day we got um a brandon hawk was doing casting at the time and he was like oh rafael carreras wants to work with us and i was like <sighs> so anyway we had him shoot with jesse santana didn't really care much for jesse santana still don't i think he uh i don't know i don't know what to tell you piss poor attitudes uh don't really go well with uh with good work ethic in my opinion before we go on to number four uh, the next question that I had asked that I put on this list was, what was the best thing about working with Dark Alley and Rothwell Club? Um, so I think, honestly, one of the best things that I enjoyed about working with uh, Owen Hawk and Matthias and uh, everybody that came through uh, was the fact that it was porn. However, from their earlier stuff like Gaetanimo and they were kind of subversive and also well a lot of porn is subversive however they were doing stuff that was satire that you know don't normally see in porn like like without them I wouldn't have been able to do a movie like Trump and Dump or uh, fucking famous and fucking famous I know I've mentioned a lot but it's one of these movies that uh, the director's cut of it is uh, basically a commentary on social media and the need to be liked and doing anything to be liked and uh asher devon played that character so well so the number four scene on my list of uh best scenes that i've ever shot has to be tex davidson and adam russo absolutely gorgeous scene uh gorgeous models i fell in love with tex davidson the minute i saw him it was shot in la uh in 2016 if i'm not mistaken 2016 and uh, it was my first time meeting him, and, and he was great, and he's been great since. Uh, so definitely catch that. I, 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 don't, I don't think I need to compliment that scene uh, as much as uh, the other ones. This one just really, really speaks for itself. Next question that I've been asked recently is um, about hangups. Do I have any hangups? Do I have any hangups about my time working with Dark Alley or Raw Fuck Club? Um, yes and no. Um, I haven't really spoken about it a lot outside or in public or anything like that. Um, the only hangups that I actually have were that I understand what needed to happen or I kind of do, or I don't, <laughs> if that makes it clearer. Um, I just don't like after 12 years that it happened the way it did. I think that there was a lot of, uh, dodging and disregard, but, um, it speaks volumes to me now. So um, that's, that's basically in a gist what I can say about the whole situation. And, uh, if anybody wants to talk to me, they can always just call me or text me about it. Number three, Seth Knight and Sid St. Vincent. Awesome, awesome fucking scene. It was shot in New York city, suggested by Seth. Once we, once we got in there and we did it, we, it came out amazing. That was one of the scenes that was shot for fucking famous and, um, uh, shot on an iPhone, an iPhone seven, I think, or something like that. Uh, it's one of the most hated and loved scenes on Rafa Club, believe it or not. Uh, it's, it started a lot of uh, controversy, but whatever. We didn't shy away from that. We like that. Uh, next question before we get to the number two scene is what am I doing now? Wow. What am I doing now? Um, I actually do have a couple of things. Uh, well, my, you know, aside from personal life and all that stuff, but um, in the porn industry or, or as IK Grande, I... I been working on a book for the longest longest time uh i put it on the shelf for a while because i was like eh, i'm gonna keep doing this for a while and then um then i started working on it again little by little and um 
I think I'll give it about a year or so uh, until I start like putting the finishing touches on it. So that's something that keeps me occupied. And I always have like, you know, while I'm on the train commuting to work, uh, a couple of ideas of, of what I'm going to do with it and stuff. Um, I'm working as a uh, producer of porn still for treasure Island media now. And I have this podcast, which, um, if you like, please do click subscribe anywhere uh, that you choose or anywhere you can uh, listen to podcasts. The number two scene on this list is Asher Devon and Jackson Fillmore. Uh, this was shot in Chicago, uh, shot in a small, small hallway. And honestly, just if you've watched it, I remember, I remember putting the scene together, um, and texting these models. They came, um, they showed up and as it was happening, I was like, this is going to be fucking hot. This is going to be an awesome, awesome scene. And the minute I got home, I just, I, I started putting it together and we got what we got from it. So definitely catch that trailer as well. Before we get to the last scene on my list, uh, I think this is a question that could be asked uh, of anybody leaving or uh, having left somewhere. Um, what have you taken away from working with uh, Dark Alley and Rafa Club for so long? I think when I when I first started working for uh, a porn company, I was I was kind of like the worst porn model that you can imagine, and by that I mean I didn't know how long it would last. I needed the money, and I had reservations about getting into it. Um, I had a very negative perception of, of gay porn, yet I watched gay porn all the time. Um, and I had a, a flurry of coworkers, but a good five that were always around. And it was always a sustainable working environment, which you, can, you, you, you can't ask for anything better. Um, when I started casting, I didn't know how to work with models, and I was intimidated by them. But uh, everybody I met was so cool. Um, I've only had a couple of instances where... Uh, the models were not cool, and and by the time I met those models, I already knew how to how to act or how to um, approach uh, a situation like that. Um, sexually, I've seen and heard almost everything uh, legal, and um, I don't know. Um, I was I was ignorant to many different things, but uh, that saying different strokes for different folks is absolutely true. And, um, there are a lot of freaky people out there and fetishes. And I learn more, more and more, uh, every single fucking day. So, um, so yeah, I can, I can say that much about what I can take away and what I've learned. Um, so with that being said, the number one scene that I've ever shot for uh, Dark Alley and Raw Fuck Club has to be Jed Athens and Ar Armand Rizzo. Um, that scene is um, the highest rated scene on the website, and it has been uh, since 2014, since it was shot. Um, it was shot in Armand's apartment in San Diego. I was hungover and late for the shoot, I'm not going to lie. I, I lied to them that day. I was like, oh, you know, I'm just running late. I can't find parking. And he's like, well, there's parking all over the place here. So um, so now it all comes out. <laughs> but yeah, everybody walked in. They did what they had to do and they left. And we made an amazing scene. And that's one of those, um, it's one of those scenes where you kind of, you kind of just know what's, what's going to happen or what's going on uh, the minute you get there. That was my list of top 10 
um, top 10 scenes that I've ever shot for Dark Alley and Wild Fuck Club. Um, it seems like it went by so quick, but you also have to remember it was over a decade. I have very, very vivid memories of every single set that I've been on. Um, and I can tell you a story about every single person that I've met when it comes to models like it was yesterday. And um, it was a lot of fun. And uh, you, you have to excuse me for not having a guest this week. However, this was uh, a very, very deep or hefty um, thing that I had to do. It was a very, very good way for me to kind of introduce myself for those of you who are just listening or for those of you who don't know who I am. Uh, it was just a good way uh, to kind of put a couple of things aside and then start focusing on uh, the new stuff that I'm doing because there is, there's a lot of new stuff coming out and um, you know, um, I can only get better from here. Uh, please go on my Twitter so you can see everything that I was talking about. Uh, if you like this podcast, please, please subscribe. Um, it's on everywhere you can find a podcast now. So there's no limitations. It's on YouTube. So you can watch it on YouTube as well. Uh, and yeah, we're going to have uh, everything that we can. If you are a listener and you have a fetish that I have not spoken about and you want to talk to me about it, by all means, uh, get in contact with me. I don't like doing a lot of phone um, uh, phone interviews. I like doing uh, in-person interviews. I think it's a little more, um, I think it's a little more uh, personal, but um, let's talk and let's see what we can work out. Uh, once again, uh, my name is Ike Grande. It's very nice to meet you. And if you've watched porn in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped you get off. Cheers. Cheers.